Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This show was recorded on the land of the Wurundjeri Woi Rarang people of the Kulin Nation. SBS acknowledges the traditional owners and pays our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Bad English made better. Hi everyone and welcome to the Bad English Made Better podcast. We're the little sister to a fun-filled SBS audio series called Bad English, where we invite guests to share their English learning journey and we discover things about the language we didn't know. So, who am I? I'm Eileen. I'm an English teacher and I'll be guiding you through a different lesson each episode to help us make bad English better. This show is for intermediate or medium level learners. Episode 5. Nouns. One thing about English, it has a lot a lot of words. The experts say more than a million. People who grow up speaking English know around 45,000 words. But don't be put off. Let's just break it down and start with the basic building blocks. Nouns. There are more nouns than any other kind of words, probably because they essentially name things, actual things like a computer, a tree, cornflakes. There are so many nouns that we've had to put them into categories. There are actually more than 10 different kinds. You don't have to remember these, but they include abstract nouns, concrete nouns, proper nouns, common nouns, countable nouns, uncountable nouns, collective nouns, compound nouns. There's not enough time to go through all of them in one podcast episode, so let's start with countable nouns. Like you can guess from their name, these are nouns which can be counted, such as bananas, one banana, two bananas, 10 bananas. So they can be singular or plural. Uncountable nouns are also exactly that, the ones that cannot be counted. Things like salt, air, water. Generally, how it goes is that uncountable nouns don't have a plural form. So we don't say salts, is, waters. That sounds simple enough. But we need to quantify or measure things when we use nouns in our lives. We need to know how much. That's easy for countable nouns. We can count them. But what about uncountable nouns? Well, let me introduce another concept to help. They're called measure words. A measure word allows us a way to measure uncountable nouns. For example, with salt, we can have a pinch of salt, a tablespoon of salt, a bag of salt, a kilo of salt. So why don't we do a little test to see what measure words you know? Listen up and I'll say a noun. You see how many measure words you can use to describe this noun. Okay, here we go. Water.
Did you get any of these? A drop of water. A glass of water. A bottle of water. A liter of water. A jug of water. Be careful because, of course, this is English. Every rule has its exceptions. So, guess what? Some nouns can be countable and uncountable. Take the noun chicken. It can be countable, as in, they keep 10 chickens in the backyard. Or, if we use the noun to describe the type of food, it becomes uncountable, as in, I had chicken for dinner. What about the noun hair? If we talk about hair, generally it's uncountable. My girlfriend has lots of thick, wavy brown hair. Or countable if we talk about individual hairs. For instance, I admit I have three or four grey hairs. And there are other clever things we can do with nouns. Because while we like to measure them, we also like to group them. Let me introduce you to the idea of collective nouns. Collective nouns refer to a group of specific things, animals or people, with a singular form. Let's get to some examples and you'll see what I mean. Collective nouns can be words such as family, class, team or army, which all refer to groups of people. But there are also collective nouns for animals and things. Have you heard of these? A flock of birds. A school of fish. A bunch of flowers. Okay, time for our guessing game again. What do we use for these nouns? Can you guess? Bees. Time's up. Gold star if you got a swarm of bees. Kittens. A litter of kittens. That's it. You might not need to use collective nouns like this every day, but I think you'll agree they are interesting. There are so many unusual ones that I find myself learning new ones all the time. Here are some collective nouns for animals. I wonder if you've heard of these. A pride of lions. A caravan of camels. A murder of crows. Sounds scary. A colony of penguins. I could go on, but I'm not sure you'll be able to hear me over the din. Thanks for listening to Bad English Made Better. If you're looking for more help learning English, don't forget to check out the SBS Learn English website where there are fantastic videos and other mini podcast series like the English for Work collection. I'm your host and teacher, Eileen Bagan. Catch you next time. Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity and employee satisfaction. Make your organisation a place where people want to be.
For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au.